What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Homecasts. I am Reef, and I am so happy to be introducing you to another guest. And his name hello. is Paolo. What's, what's up? up? What's up, Paolo? Hello, Thank hello. you so much for doing this. Paolo what's is uh, currently in the UK. He agreed on talking about permaculture and the, the work that he does, the beauty of it, the effect on the environment. And believe it or not, he, he's been doing permaculture for years already. And his experience, we can definitely, while we're all at our homes, stuck at our homes, we can still, you know, get some some simple solutions that we can actually adapt without even having a farm on our own, right? So we can actually just downscale what Paolo has been doing and, you know, just take this time to appreciate and understand what it actually is to do permaculture and just a glimpse of what Paolo has been doing for years. And it's it's really been significant for our climate. And um, by the end of this, you will definitely have an action point to adapt. And that is amazing. The The purpose of this of this podcast for you, for everyone to learn and just understand how it is to 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 be someone with this kind of profession and what it actually does to the environment the air we breathe the food we eat you know just that environment the connection with nature and the respect for nature we all have to learn that no matter what you do we are all affected by the environment this is the boat we're all on no matter <laughs> what your race is all right it's above any law what encapsulates us being human i'm gonna stop talking i'm gonna <laughs> give the mic to paulo hi paulo how are you how are you doing i'm okay i'm okay uh i'm in the uk right now you know husband duties so married life ah oh so, i i didn't i didn't yeah. know you were married yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for almo- mentioning that yeah so almost three years it's been almost years but then i've been here since last Congrats. year as in tomorrow is actually the anniversary of when i got here from last oh. since last year yeah but then uh regarding the farming i've been doing it for six years and then my farm in laguna in bae uh, it's still ongoing. I still have I still have guys there who I've taught. Who we went. We actually went nice. to farmer school together. You know, I, I you know. I, oh I yeah, still... I, I watched that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the video you sent me. Yeah, so that's I, that's FFS. Yeah, correct. Field school. Yeah, yeah. So that's nice, like a, nice. that's a program by the government. It's free, and you get lots of stuff. I mean, you meet people. Oh, it's free. You know? Yeah, it's free, but you have to sign up with the. Usually, all municipalities have like a Mao Municipal Agricultural Office, so you can go there. You can mm-hmm. ask. You can ask if hey, do you have any FFS for this month or for this year? It depends on the province oh, where. Nice. Yeah, so because all provinces have different, you know, they have they're known for different things. So like, ways to go about things. Yeah. Yeah, like so. If in this yes. let's in this region, the main crop is let's say rice. So they'll have an FFS on how to make rice, and you know, yeah, in, in, in our, it, in, in our like case, what abundant. yeah, in our case, we I had I studied two. One was for vegetables, and one was for sustainable pig farming. So in my farm back in Laguna, I have that. I have the rice. I have the vegetables. I have just, uh, free-range pigs. It's cool. <laughs> I miss nice, them. nice, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I actually just rewatched the video before I called you up here and. I actually didn't expect those results and the ways that you you went about it, which we will go further later. But yeah. I would just wanna take some time. Ang ganda ng background mo, ang ganda ng garden mo sa likod, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks. You you planted I mean, all of those. Yeah. So actually, yeah, yeah. actually, you know, um, 
I only started yeah. this garden when ano, I only started this garden when lockdown started, which was like less than mm. like three months ago. Actually, because I count the days since yeah, I, I last since I last came into work in my, at my job. Today is day ninety two. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. So so ninety two days just chilling at home. So this and then it starts. Uh, that's when I started this this my, well basically a backyard. So I can show you later. But I have vegetables here. This morning I harvested some lettuce and some spinach. And then wow. I have the flower, I have flowers Na- back here. And the same the same spinach and and lettuce that you just harvested you planted on day one of quarantine something yeah, well, like that or early yeah, quarantine. But- April one, I started April one, and then June one was my first harvest of my first batch of lettuce, and then every week I harvest something from here. So it's it's been a process. Nice, nice, nice. Actually, we will go to that later too. You know, for for people who want to start gardening at their homes, it it actually has a lot of of lessons to give. I yeah, yeah. I I for one, I also started gardening. Uh, when this quarantine started, and uh, it's just so fulfilling. It's so rewarding to see something yeah. grow, and you know, yeah. learning a new way to yeah. to plant shit. You know, yeah, yeah, true. To plant this I mean, and, and these seeds, you, we're surrounded by yeah. seeds, and we just most of the time we just you know throw them away. So sayang naman, and if we, if we just yeah. learn how to to plant these seeds, damn. One of the one of the good things about yeah. farming is go like, go. But one of the nice things about farming is like when you feel powerless and you plant a seed in your create, you watch something that you're creating that you're you know you grew, you did it by yourself. It empowers you. It's like yo, I can mm-hmm. I can do something. Uh-huh. I can create something. Yeah. I can produce something. And then in the end, when you eat it, you consume it. It's it's more satisfying than just like you know buying it in the grocery or something. I actually. Uh, recently, just uh, with the help of a friend, I was able to subscribe to masterclass.com. Yeah. It's an online class now yeah, that, that you subscribe to. <laughs> and I enrolled at Ron Finley's. In, in Ron Finley's. In, uh, oh, yeah, I saw, that, I saw that preview. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. awesome. I actually watched his whole course in one night. It's pretty basic. Just watching the trailer alone, you're already yeah, hyped. Yeah, so it, and he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and of course, his style of yeah. teaching, he's black, yeah. he's super yeah, yeah, gangster. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he would talk like, you know, um, he doesn't believe in green thumb, yeah, black exactly. thumb. He just wants to yeah. plant some, some plant some plant. Actually, I know that before I started gardening, I used to believe in, that I wasn't a green thumb. Yeah. But when I just started planting, I, yeah. I it's not in my mind yeah. anymore. That's, like, I don't believe in green yeah, thumb or true. whatever thumb you got. Same, same as me. You just gotta keep planting. Yeah, same as me. That's what I tell people. I don't believe in the green thumb because, like, at the end of the day, humans were put on this earth to provide for themselves and yeah. have the innate instinct to survive. So, like, when Adam and Eve came to the earth, there was no 7-Eleven to get some snacks from, you know? So they had to, they had to do something, you know, to sustain, to sustain themselves all these ancient centuries and stuff. So yeah, uh, same thing, green thumb, it's, it's not about that. It's just like, because this ability to grow, it's inside of us. It's just not, you know, the, a skill that we've de- developed. It's just like, you know, running or yeah. jumping. You can't, how can you high jump if you don't practice, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you don't? try to you know reach the sky things with part with gardening yeah and what's it's the same thing it's basically trial and error yeah and <laughs> there is no one way of doing yeah. it right yeah. even even if you're, you've been doing it for years there, it's not a hundred percent success yeah. rate never, for every never. seed 
right? And you have it's not it's not in your control, right? So so you just that's that's the respect that you you want to kind of just always give to Mother Earth, you know, and just well, like in, trust in a way, nature. In a way, there are things you can control, but then then there are things that you cannot. You can do so much, but then you know, as you said, Mother Earth will do the rest. <laughs> Yes, and we, as you know, like the guardians, the the ones yeah. who will plant, we we don't let them grow. We just help them grow. Yeah, right? true. Because we, we just put them in the right a, place yeah. with the right end. Because if you go just to like, like taking a, care of a baby, yeah, well, not really. <laughs> but you know, if imagine if you like go hiking <laughs> in the mountains, like you know, in a remote yeah. place, there's like so many trees and all these things. No one took care of those. Uh-huh. There was no farmer guy who you know made dilig every day, who watered the seeds every day. So nature oh, does its own thing. So it's us. Yeah, so basically, yeah. permaculture is taking those things that nature does on its own without human intervention, adapting those yeah. things, taking it into our own, and then putting it in a setting that, you know, where we live or in our current situation. Okay, like I'm living in the UK. Of course, the practices that I used to do in the in my back in Laguna are not the same mm-hmm. as the ones here. So I had to adapt. Yeah. But the concepts were the same. I was taking... The natural things that happen in nature, and mm-hmm. I, I applied it to my current situation, and now I'm able to produce my own stuff. So it's all that. That's what nice. basically permaculture really is. Permaculture isn't necessarily about farming. Farming is just one aspect that falls under permaculture. Because perma- all right, yeah. that's an eye opener. Yeah, yeah. So, so yes, go. It, please expound yeah. more. <laughs> go. Yeah. So because permaculture isn't really like farming, or it's a more of a design method. It's it's basically mm. like Marie Kondo, you're, you're like conmarine everything in your your garden, <laughs> you know, like because like yeah, like you have the flowers, you have the vegetables, you have the herbs, you have the trees. These things live together in an ecosystem. Now you want to design your garden in a way that these things will benefit from each other. So let's say lemongrass has uh, qualities that repel pests, and now you have the vegetables. Yeah. Let's say the tomatoes, the eggplants that are very susceptible to pests. If you plant them together, you know, they help you, they benefit from each other. They're helping each other prevent each other from getting pest infestation or from destruction, basically. They're helping each other grow. So it's just like human beings, just like you and me helping each other. It's one of the one of the concepts that we apply in the garden yeah. is like beneficial planting. So we're planting the plant yeah, we're companion planting, beneficial planting. Beneficial we're planting, planting the crops that, you know, complement each other together so that they continue to you know nourish each other help each other protect each other things like that so like pretend like i said earlier i'm not sure if you heard it but like the lemongrass they have this they have yeah yeah that repels the pests and then like other other, vegetables like eggplants that are susceptible to pests you you plant them together so they complement each other like um so the lemongrass yeah so yeah, the strength exactly. of this exactly. one just like complements like, the weakness of the, of the yeah, other. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, like how society you know, should be. <laughs> gardening, you can uh, you can learn a lot about human behavior and like how things should be, how things, you know, how things would be so much easier if we did things together or we yeah, did super. things that complement each other instead of trying to take, bring each other down. Oh damn! Like yeah. So, well, going back to the topic that uh, you know, so much of what yeah. we do. This this nature thing actually connects to the yeah. society, yeah, yeah. you know, and like yeah. life because lessons. Like, <laughs> the earth is here, was here before we, we before humankind came about, and it's gonna be here when humankind goes extinct. So 
Correct, correct, correct. I don't know what they want, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we can learn, we can learn a lot from doing some gardening, and doing some planting, and then now that you know that the world is changing drastically right now, and we're in the middle of that. This it's basically a power struggle right now. So, bro, like everything that's going on in America and then mm-hmm. all, all all over. Uh, now is the time that we need to do. We can like since we've had this like three months off, and some people still aren't working today. You know, we can take a hard look at how our life used to be and how, and then when we start to, when people start to go outside, we can start, you know, we can imagine how we want to, how our the outside, we can control basically how the outside can be, you know, letting go of the bad habits and then yeah. practicing new ones. Actually, may, may, I, I remember when I was watching Ron Finley's course, he, he was emphasizing on the fact that it is a powerful impact from the inside that you feel this power to design the environment that you live in instead of just living in an environment that's designed yeah. for you yeah something like just that. like your your just like, where you, like your house of course you want to design your house in a way according to your lifestyle yes yes so that's exactly that's basically what permaculture is you're designing yeah. your garden to the way that complements your lifestyle or your the way you live so like if you didn't eat okra would you plant okra That doesn't make sense, right? So, of course, not. like yeah. lettuce, you plant lettuce, right? So then, what, what else? What, yep, yep. And then lettuce. What does what plant complements lettuce? This, 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 this. So now you're creating an ecosystem for the lettuce, for the let for the other plants around the lettuce, and also for yourself. Because at the end of the day, hopefully, you're gonna harvest these vegetables and nourish yourself. It's. I have a question. Is there is there like a the uh, like an index? Like for example, I want to study. I'm 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 listening to this podcast, and suddenly I just want to start gardening. And yeah. then is there like an index as to where I can learn the the complementing plants? Yeah, yeah. You can just like type it on this and, and this one yeah. on Wikipedia. It's just like companion planting, and then the whole list will come out. All the plants. Companion planting. Yeah, I I'll, I can all share right. it later so that we can so, you know everyone can see it. But it's yes, just, please, it's, thank it's, you. It's super basic, like like one of the first things that come out if you Google it. It's like tree and not not nice, not nice. trees, but flowers, vegetables, herbs, you know, all these things. Gotcha. Which which help each other. We I, it says they're like it helps. What helps what? What's helped by what and what to avoid? Because of course, you don't like pretend two different vegetables. Let's say kale and something else. Let's say tomatoes or corn. Some bo- both mm-hmm. of those use up lots of nutrients in the soil. So you're not going to put those two together because they're going to be fighting for nutrients. So you're going to put it. Got it. Got it. Else or not some give it and plant it quite far or have its own area so they can have the the nourishment that they need to grow. So they're not. You know, yeah, just like yeah, yeah. people. If there's only if there's two of us and there's only one piece of bread, what are we gonna do? We're not gonna be full. We're only gonna be gonna half it. full. Yeah. If we have it fifty-fifty, yeah, we're yeah. half full, half starving, <laughs> something like that. Yep, yep, so, yep. You know, if, and, and that's the right thing to do, right? So it's 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 basically the same for the plants. But then, so that's why in that list it says which plant should avoid. You should avoid planting together, because nice. Because really we don't fun. want that to happen. We don't want them to half with you know but sila mag-chat like sa crashing clashing yeah yeah bakit sila yeah exactly yeah 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 we don't want them scars with the nutrients that yeah. they need because because you know? or else they they won't yeah. bear fruit it will, it will stunt good. both the growth of both plants 
So yeah, bo- correct, they correct. both instead of like nice. you know have one or the either so that they can have one hundred percent and then they can blossom into you know what they were meant to be instead of stunting both and you know benefiting nothing at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So it really starts with the knowledge yeah. of of these about these plants, right? And then that, that's actually the first step. If you want to plant this, just do some research about that, which 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 we just mentioned, the the their specs, strengths, and weaknesses, the complementing plants, and and the 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 plants to avoid beside these plants, or else they'll they'll go to war. And we don't want that to happen. We want to optimize their health and their growth, like right? A, so like to a, to reap better, because like a like a community from a plant community helping each other, complementing each community, other. Community, yeah. yeah. The same thing, just. Yeah, yeah. So we can we can learn a lot from doing some gardening. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we can really learn. Val- that's values, dude. Yeah. I mean, things that simple values. Things that humans have probably forgotten or like have, you know, overlooked these things that but hey, at the end of the day, these things are the core of what we what humans really need to be or what uh, these great. ideals and these morals that are important that guide us and not make us drive us to creating bad stuff, you know? Because like pollution is not yeah. good, the waste is not good. All these things are wasting so much things instead of using them for good stuff. For like, you know, just throwing trash away. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the the hard thing to change is that we're all used to it. Like majority, yes. at, I mean, the majority of the world have gotten used to it. They've gotten complacent with all this kind yes. of awareness that yeah. this actually has an effect, yeah. and it's pretty long term. Yeah, and probably right now is the perfect example because we've, you know, kumbagan lumalabas na mga baho eh after so long. You know, we thought, oh yeah. yeah, we just throw our trash; it doesn't matter. But now the trash is, you know, causing people to get sick, people causing to die, pe- causing all these. The all these broken things. systems are being exposed. Yeah. 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 And then, and then this is something that people never thought. Oh no, I'm not gonna get sick. We have medicine. We have this, but nope. Yeah. <laughs> So we've gotten, we've, ano, we've been, uh, we've gotten we've been used to the convenient lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, true. So now that you know we've had time to reflect and take a look back, we can now so look forward and say, "Hey, more, dude, we, so. we can't, we can't keep doing what we used to do." And that's what everyone's talking about. If yeah. you, you know, in in church, on the news, if you talk to anyone, <laughs> and that's all they're talking about. We have to change things, improve things, make yeah. things better. Because like. Why would we go back to live to that life? That life caused this. We're just lucky that. Or we're else still alive we'll get right the same now. results. Yeah, you know, so far there's like half a million yeah, people me. dead already, and then like three million people have gotten <sighs> sick, and that's that's not cool. You don't want that. Economies that's are not... falling, countries are falling. It's it's quite sad, you know. So that's yeah. why now you can plan for what you want and. Since right now is the best. I mean, right now we have so much resource available. Imagine like the last time that there was a yeah. global pandemic was like in 1918. They didn't have a cell phone. They didn't have internet. They couldn't talk to people. They couldn't inspire change. Yeah. So we're lucky to have these things at our, you know, at our disposal or to our for us to use. It gives us access. Yeah. 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 Business so, name. Yeah. So like. Um. Yeah, going back to permaculture, it's not just all about farming. Farming is just one aspect, or it's just like an, the easiest thing to use as an example mm-hmm. because you can use it on big scale, small scale. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. So like, 
but it's basically a design method in designing things mm-hmm. in a way that it maximizes energy. So, you know, yeah, so like pretend it's, it rains in, and then in your house, if you have a water catchment you can, and then it saves the water and this water is what you can use to water the plants during the summer or yeah. you know, water to drink if you clean, if you, if you disinfect it or something. Yeah. Boil the so really avoidance of waste you know yeah yeah because in, there's in, no any kind of waste because there's no because i believe there's no real there's no such thing as waste it's just something that we don't know what to do with anymore pretend like yeah like your milk carton you know it's not trash you can use this for something else you just don't know what or maybe yeah maybe this thing has maybe the thing that you can do with this hasn't been invented yet and you could be the one yeah, yeah, yeah. that. correct Yes. Want to that. So it's we, we shouldn't have the feeling that we're not capable of doing something or creating something. We're all empowered. We just have to find a way. You know, all of us have unique talents. How can we use these things? How can we maximize these things according to what we want and what benefits other people without shaming other people, without hurting other people? Yes, that's, that's super it. That's it. important, dude. Yeah. Damn. I, I I'm like, sorry, I'm gonna super important I'm gonna yet. quote <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna quote Ron Finley again. He, kasi he said a lot of really good things. Um, uh, and this, there's this one line that he, that just stuck to me. And he said, "Trash is just art waiting to happen." Yeah. Because there's this, there's this full episode that when he, he explains turning random stuff into gardens, like like uh, a drawer, a shoe, yeah. Uh, an aluminum can that was used for corn or your mushrooms yeah. or your or your corned beef yeah. or your corn yeah. tuna. Exactly. And that's what you, you know, you just put in some soil and then that's it. Sure. Or even some water to regrow your vegetables or or whatever. It's like Gilling, gilling. Yeah, it's just like I mean it's not really recycling, it's just reusing things, repurposing things, using things. Repurpose, for, yeah, yeah. So it's not I don't know. Just uh, for example, this coffee I'm drinking. Yeah, I have, I have some French press. At the bottom, there's the coffee grounds. Nice. I'm not gonna throw. Yeah. I'm not gonna throw this in the trash can. I'm gonna put it in the garden. It didn't go to waste because yeah. this one, the coffee grounds, mm-hmm. fertilize the lettuce. The lettuce, when I harvest it, it's gonna fertilize me. <laughs> and then, yep, and then when yep, I'm fertilized, yep. I can work and buy coffee. And then <laughs> the cycle goes on. And then in this sense, yeah, there's no, so there's it's no a symbiotic waste. relationship. Yeah, and then instead, yes, no, instead no of waste. instead of me spending using my energy that I, you know, the the energy I use to earn money or to you know, instead of using it to buy lettuce, I can buy coffee, which I because the lettuce yeah. I already have provided for myself. So it's not yeah, a, it's, it's not about no, it's perpetual. Yeah, it's not about earning more or gaining more. It's around it's about maximizing what you have. That's basically what permaculture is maximizing what you have. Yes, exactly. So, um, I, I can. So, like in this PowerPoint, I want to share. Um, I, I I shared this I shared the photo with you also a few days ago. Oh it's, yeah. Um, the perma P E R M A culture. So yep, culture, yep, yep. culture means if you look it up in the dictionary, it's like I actually a way wrote of life that or, down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So culture, it's like a way. It's it, if you look at it in the dictionary, it's, it means the way of life or how people like to live or it's a you know a way of living basically. And perma, what I did was I you know I made it into an acronym. So if we could, mm-hmm. so wait, 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 wait. Yeah, so P, ahead, no so the P is permanent and regenerative. 
E mm -hmm. is energy efficient. R is resilient and self-sustaining. M is maximization of potential and elimination of waste. And last is adaptability amidst con uh, constant change. This I just thought about this. No one, no one said this to me. I came up with this, and just a, you know, maybe just a little explanation. So permanent, yeah, go and regenerative. We we want, you know, we want to create a garden or we want to create a system that, you know, it will continue to produce, not just one season, not just two seasons, but regenerate each re regenerate itself, just like Mother Nature. In the yep. winter, in the fall, the leaves the leaves go down. In the winter, it hibernates. In spring, the the, the flowers wake up. And then in the summer, we're just partying, enjoying all this, all the fruit of our labor, all the crops that we, that we've been working on for these past few months. That's regenerate. That's a regenerative culture. Mm -hmm. uh, the E is energy efficient. So, like you were talking about earlier, not letting things go to waste. So, and so if you have yeah. only one percent, if you have only one percent energy, you're gonna maximize this one, and you're not gonna let it go to waste. If you had one, if you only had one hundred pesos, and you said this, this is the only money you're gonna have for the rest of the week. Which You're is the spend situation it very wisely. Yeah, and which is in reality, this is the situation of many people. They only have one hundred yep. pesos for the whole week to feed themselves. Yeah. You know, maybe more. Correct. Right? That's so much harder. Mm -hmm. So then if you have one hundred pesos, you want to maximize the things you can buy. You're not gonna go, oh, let's go to Starbucks. No way, man. <laughs> You're gonna use this, try to yeah. prolong it as long as you can, try to have some savings if possible, huh. right? Yes. And using this energy, not w trying not to produce waste and trying not to, you know, oh, make sayang, you know, unnecessary. Third is resilient and self-sustaining. So, like, in our country, yep, the Philippines, yep. like, we face typhoons, like, almost practically, basically every other day. <laughs> there's, like, a monsoon here. There's, like, a typhoon here. There's, like, you know, mm -hmm. you know, results of climate change. It's crazy. But then the thing about Filipino people is that even if, you know, Yolanda comes by, they still get up, they still wake up in the morning, try to, try to, you know, try to rebound, yeah. try to rebound from what happened to them. Resilient, oh, yeah, resilient. human beings. <laughs> and like recently, the people there lost, they lost their livelihood, they lost their homes, they lost everything. And then, yeah. so, but then if you, I'm, I'm sure if you talk to one of these guys, they'll, they'll laugh about it. They'll smile about it. They'll, they'll, you give them a beer, they're going to like pretend the world is perfect. Because that's how Filipino people are, very resilient. And that's how we also want, you know, our farms and our gardens to be. And self-sustaining as well. Because mm -hmm. since you produce, since you want, you produce this regenerative culture, you have to sustain yourself. And it won't, how can it regenerate itself if it doesn't sustain itself? So people, we've become so used to having, you know, the food just easily there. Just oh, I just have, I just have to go buy it in Seven Eleven or in like in the grocery. But then they they forget where did this where did this vegetables come from? Do you even know like, you know, like the bananas you eat every day or the meat you eat every day? You know, when you go to your favorite restaurant, do you know where the food comes from? Where do that you know comes from? Yeah, the source. And that's important as well because, like, yep, yep. produce, like, what if, and this also happens in a lot of cases, but what if the production of your food, or let's say the meat or whatever, was produced in, you know, inhumane way? What if these animals were treated in in inhumane ways? And in, in which is the reality in a lot of cases. Would you still want to buy this? Would you want to support this industry? Yeah. The, the choice is yours, you know? 
So, so that's basically it. And that to, negative energy will also, on a, uh, yeah, and like, the, and get the thing, <laughs> yeah, the thing is, this is food. We put this in our body, and this is what makes us go. This is yeah. what keeps us. This is what sustains us. And you know, would you eat knowing knowingly? Would you eat poison? Honestly, of course really, not. <laughs> of course not. But but then, are you sure there's no poison in this food? Who grew this? With what? What kind of farming? Was it clean? Yeah. Did they put chemicals? What did they do? You know, when you buy meat, you wash it first at home because you don't know where this thing came from. <laughs> you know, uh, it's basically yeah. it. So like, we actually wash all our vegetables you know, and if, leafy yeah, greens. You if know? you saw a piece of you know, Fruits. If, if you saw like a piece of cake on the ground, would you eat it? It looks good. <laughs> of no. course not. So, same, basically the same thing, you know. So, and then yeah. M is maximization of potential and elimination of waste. So, also like what you were talking about earlier, maximizing what you yeah. have and limiting the amount, the stuff that you not use or the things that you the the waste, you know, the waste. Because there's no such yeah. thing as waste. You know, repurpose things, recycle things, reuse things. There's so many other things you can do with this stuff. And also, when you go, it's also a matter of smart shopping. When you go to the grocery, don't buy the ones that have so much plastic. Like in the grocery, like you can buy it's one bag of let's say pieces of bread. It's one twelve pieces of bread in one pack, but each of them are individually sorry individually packed. So now you have thirteen yeah. plastic bags, which you don't want, you don't need, because and then you don't need, you're, you're just gonna you're throw away. Yeah, you're producing more waste than actual food you ate. So maybe it's about making yeah. smart, smarter choices. Maybe yeah. and that's Informed also that, that, yeah, that's that's also part of the culture making smart choices instead of going for the option that produces waste and you know go for the ones that. Are sustainable purposes like there's some items in the market that have you know compostable packagings or biodegradable plastics or stuff like that yeah. that's just i mean in most cases it's it comes out more expensive let's say how many pesos but you know if you can afford yeah. these things and if you can if you can you know why not because like it's i'd rather pay why one not? or two or three four or five more pesos than have two ex then have to pay so much more down the line. Pretend I got sick, knock on wood. It would my my medical bill would cost yeah. more than I spent for this for a sustainable yeah. product, right? So it's it's just it's also a matter yeah. of uh, and if it's not you who choices. is affected, it's someone else. Yeah. We and that's and that's you know, that's harder. Just like this coronavirus. Some people might not be symptomatic. Some people are symptomatic. They they have they have the disease, but they don't feel sick. But then if they walk around and hug and yeah. hug and kiss people, they're gonna get others sick, you know. So that's not we don't want to. That's how an outbreak. Yeah, yeah. And but 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 in, but in other in, but that's something that we cannot control. I mean, we can't we can't see this virus, mm-hmm. but unlike these things that the waste, we can see these things. Mm-hmm. Like the products in the market, we can see these things, we can touch these things, so we can control what happens to these things, right? More or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of smart choice. So might as well, since we have the control, yeah, let's do smart. Yeah. And then last one. Let's make it smart. Make smart be yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah so ad- adaptability ahead, admits uh, constant change. So one thing about this is like uh, going mm-hmm. back to the, the permaculture, which is permanent, a, a permanent way of life, a permanent culture, basically. So 
we all know mm-hmm. that the, basically that the only permanent thing in the world is change. And just like right now, things are changing. And then A, nice. adaptability. We're adapting to these things. So that's why we're having this podcast right now because we're trying to adapt to our current situation and to the situation that awaits us mm-hmm. tomorrow or next week or whenever this virus dies, mm-hmm. which you know is still unknown at this point. So adaptability, of course, when coming out of this, we've learned a big lesson not to take our natural resources for granted and not to take yeah. washing your hands for granted or, you know, keeping, yeah. keeping stuff clean for granted. Uh, I can learn from that lesson. Correct. Man. It's a hard lesson, an expensive lesson, you know, a fatal lesson. But then, hey, you have to be, you have to adapt, be resilient. And then how do we adapt by not doing the bad mistakes that we did before, changing the bad stuff, yeah getting rid of the bad habits and instituting good ones you know green habits sustainable habits progressive habits stuff like that yeah. so i think this podcast you know your your show your show basically i think you're tackling that and that's good <laughs> i mean we need more people like yep, you yep, yep, people yep. to spread the word and the more people that we can, <laughs> Thanks, touch, we can reach yeah it's gonna because, you know, the yes, yes, fight. exactly. That's why you're here. That's why you're the guest. <laughs> so we're we're actually fighting for something. We're fighting Thanks, for change. Yeah. We're we're fighting for a for a better world because yeah. we're still young, man. It's not like oh yeah, this is for the children and for the grandchildren. No way, bro. We're still here today. It's not like hopefully we're not going anytime soon, and we still have like at least twice our age to live. That's pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. Wanna... Yeah, that is pretty long. Yeah. So me, basically, I don't want to go. I don't want to live that life where you're wasting and throwing all this perfectly good food when there's so many other people starving in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Basic lesson that lots of people have forgotten, and that's that's the sad part. Yeah, I, I like that you mentioned a while ago the that we are. We're like, you know, just half of our life expectancy. Yeah. We're still going to live. Imagine, we have a lot of years in our belt. <laughs> yeah, man. So imagine... Our generation. So imagine, because me, I'm 31. Eh? So I'm, I'm, I'm 31 years old right now. Imagine, of course, when I was zero, well, I, wasn't, I didn't know what was going on until like, yep, even yep. until I was like 15, you're still not in control of your life. You're still living at home yeah. with your mom and dad. And yep, it's only yep. when you start, it's only probably when you get to 20, 25 is when you start going out into the world and being able to affect stuff. And if you look at it on that scale, for me, being 31, I've only been like being able to help people and change lives and change the world for like six, seven, mm-hmm. eight years, which is really, it's just a small time because after college, that's only when, you know, life actually kind of starts. So, well, yeah. now that I'm in my 30s, I'm looking forward to using the this let's say the 10 years between between 30 and 40 because you know i can think i can act i can do things there's and then you know i can there's things i can control i can do the things i want to do and not and stop the things i don't like so we still have a lot of days ahead of us. a lot of mm-hmm. things we can do so imagine in the in the eight years or in the six years that you you've been you know you've been able to do things you want to do you you doing you you know, imagine doing that for 10 years, for 15 more years, for 20 more years. Because that's, that's how Damn. life is going to be, right? So we need to make use of this time. We don't want to be, we don't want to use our time to be doing dumb stuff. We don't want to be, we don't want to do 
we don't want to use this time given to us to do destructive things yeah. or you know we're done with that yeah because we can we have evidence you know you can, there's so many documentaries on tv and like what happened what are, what are we doing why and why the biggest question for me is why why because of greed fucking greed man fucking greed <laughs> all those greedy people there fuck you mm. <laughs> man so honestly I feel it's that, bro. all ba- Super feel you. it all all boys down to greed man why 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 <laughs> why i don't understand how much money man, do you I need to be happy you, how many malls do you need to build before you're content i don't effing know man it frustrates me that's the sad part why because of greed why are you destroying natural resources why are you doing all these things you want to make 10 bucks you want to make 100 bucks why <laughs> yeah and it's actually the mindset that they have to change it it's not the it's not the yeah. fact that they are yeah. that they want money it's it's the fact that it's the fact that the they they believe that the the things that it's the things that make them happy you know yeah and not and not really the yeah, yeah fake happiness yeah, yeah. something like it's, yeah. it's an illusion to them and it, that's, yeah, that so shit many... is hard to change yeah i mean and with greed you know it doesn't matter where you if you're if you're a greedy person, it doesn't matter where you live, what you do. If if you can't change who you, if you can't change that part of you, what's gonna happen? You're just gonna cause pain and destruction in your path. It's not a good thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people out there. They're trying to. They're fighting for good stuff. They're trying. They're fighting for, you know, like people on the streets protesting right now for Black Lives and all these things. They're actually doing trying to. They're fighting for the good thing to happen. Why should we? Why should we? have to protest for us to do the right thing right yeah it's not normal to fight yeah. for the good thing why and we're still doing yeah, it yeah why why i mean why in 2020 yeah, so now that it's a new decade yeah. it's so much has changed right now and it's just the best thing yep yep moving forward is to not repeat the mistakes of the past mm-hmm. adapting to this change adapting to this disease you know, just because the day, if the day comes that there's a virus or like or a vaccine, like okay, let's do this, let's let's harvest bats again, <laughs> and then we're gonna end up with the same results. You know, um, shortening the intervals yeah. of another pandemic, and more people will die, and the economy will yeah. crash once so, again. And that might be the end of yeah. Nobody, nobody wants, wants that. Wants yeah. So um. How do we how do we incorporate core concept of permaculture to daily living? It's easy. Um, people think yeah, for for our people, people might think that farming is you need a, you need like a hectare, a hundred hectares. No, because like here in my house, here where I here where I <laughs> yeah. live, it's just me and my wife. So you know, I don't need a hectare to feed just the two of us, right? So the space I have right here is it's pretty much yep. we can like you know we can harvest vegetables once a week and then. If I and then that's only with the small space I'm using. If I maximize this space, I can probably feed my neighbors as well. You know, I can probably sell these vegetables. Oh yeah, so sure. It, 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 mm-hmm. So if you have a small area, like if you're living in a condo or you're living in an apartment without, without. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, please without, explain that. Without, a lot. I I know a lot of people who just live in those small spaces, yeah. and yeah, please do refresh them 
and enlightened. Yeah, so he, I mean, there are a lot of people living in you know in, the, in these condos, in the city, in buildings, and then they think, oh, I'll never be able to do gardening. Mm-hmm. But then you know you can just buy like some pots, put it by the window. That's okay. You can and then with compost, uh, maybe people out there they've heard of composting and stuff. It's basically taking your the 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 vegetables, pretend like. Like when you skin a potato, you're not gonna eat the potato skin, right? So you, so typically you throw it in the trash can, but it, you can compost that. Mm-hmm. And when you compost, you're producing brand new soil, and this brand new soil has the nutrients that plants need to continue growing, continue to give them. It it gives them energy to produce the vegetables or the fruit or the flower, mm-hmm. whatever it is. So instead of just like what we we're talking about earlier, instead of using this potato skin. Or like you know, like the carrot tops. You don't usually eat that, right? Mm-hmm. Or from the onion yeah. skin. You don't really, you don't really, you don't typically eat that, right? So you can just yeah. like, you know, you can crush it. Your a kitchen bit. scraps. Yeah, kitchen exactly kitchen scraps, and then put it in a bucket. You can compost it with some sticks, some dries, dry leaves, uh, kitchen scraps, and and then you know, and then because that's what that's what's gonna have. That's the natural process that compost it. You know, it becomes compost. It becomes soil. Even if you go to, you know, forest or the, a park, if you look under the, you know, if you see like a stack of um, leaves, if you look under, there's like dark soil. It's really, you know. Yeah, that and um, that is the compost. Yeah, exactly, and that's healthy soil. That's food for the plants. So you take that, boom, it's over. Yeah. You didn't have because if you mm-hmm. throw these things in the trash can, it's just gonna <laughs> go stinky. Or like rats are gonna eat it, or monkeys. Yeah. It's not. And these are in these creatures are hosts. And it's bad gonna bacteria. join up. Yeah, and thus you're promoting more yeah. of that yeah, yeah. Um, likelihood of another virus yeah, well, coming not out. Even, or another yeah, it's disease. Not, it's not even that. Like, do you want cockroach in your house? Do you want rats in your house? No. You know, yes. Of course, yes. Yeah, so you don't, it doesn't have to reach the point that we're getting sick, but then, you know, you just don't want these, you don't want dirt in your house, basically. So instead of throwing it, instead of using yeah. it for that purpose, which we know will, you know, produce, will attract bad, you know, dirty insects or, you know, uh, pests, you can compost it, you can help mm-hmm. use use the natural process in a setting where we live. Or you know where we are. So if you have a if in your kitchen, if you're living in a condo, you probably since you've been living at home for the last few months, you probably cook a lot. These things you don't have to throw in the trash can. You can segregate these things. The food scraps you're going to want like in a compost yes, in the compost bin. You can use this soil. After a while, you're like okay. So basically, if you're a starter, you're gonna buy this. You're gonna buy the stuff initially, right? You're not gonna be like, oh, I'm a genius. I'm gonna plant a seed. Maybe it would, be, it would be best if you buy some, you know, watch, study it, like watch how it grows, what, um, observe what it looks like, how the leaves grow. How, yeah. It's like, so, and because like, it's not very hard. It sounds hard. It sounds complicated. And then when you talk about agriculture, they're saying all these things, the scientific terms, it sounds mm-hmm. so complicated. But then, you know, in the garden, even in, when garden, the, and stuff like this stuff was just growing they didn't have all this information and technical knowledge that we have today they just planted <laughs> yeah yeah basically so it's the same thing don't be afraid to kill a seed because you know the seed wants to grow just as much as you want it to grow so yeah 
I mean, wow. and then Thanks even for the that, dude. yeah, man. <laughs> even a professional farmer, a guy. I mean, even if you know a person who's been farming for five hundred years or fifty years, they're gonna have <laughs> they're gonna have unsuccessful seeds. They're gonna have plants that die. So it's it's part of the process. Yeah. It's a trial. Farming is basically a big game of trial and error. So don't guess. Yeah. If, if you planted a seed, don't get disheartened if it doesn't grow. So it, just to be sure, plant at least two or three. So you have a one in three chance for it to survive, a one in three chance for you to produce a vegetable. Yeah. You know. So those are the small things you can do. And then uh, in your house, I'm sure you have a window. So try to, try, <laughs> uh, try to observe where does the sunlight come in? What time of the day does the sun hit the windowsill? Mm-hmm. And um, and then when at night, when does it? When does where does the sun go down? Because that's where you can, and that's where you put your, you know, the vegetables yeah. you have. Microclimate, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, so it's just basically stuff like that. Because like, if, of course, if you're living in a condo, you're not dreaming about, oh yeah, I, I I want to produce ten kilos. That's not realistic, right? So something, <laughs> so just something yeah. realistic that is in with that's within your capacity. And then the thing about permaculture is, mm-hmm. um, I just want to right. mention my, one of my friends, Jabez. He's the, basically the guy who taught me everything, mostly everything I know about permaculture. Jabez Flores, oh, yeah. shout out to my friend. Nice. Um, he would always say that. Uh, <laughs> what yeah, up, Jace? Jabez, Jabez. Oh, Jabez. Yeah, so he, he would always say that in permaculture, you can do whatever you want as long as it makes sense to you. Because everyone is in a unique situation. And like for me, mm. I'm making them. Um, it makes my the garden I set up makes sense to me because this is what I want. This is what my wife wants. This is what we want. This is what yeah. this is what nature would want. So, yeah, as long as it makes sense to you, don't be afraid to make mistakes because there's no really right or wrong here. Because these plants yeah. want to grow as well. You're just helping these plants grow, and you know, don't yeah. get disheartened by by stuff not growing if your vegetable dies. Because that's that's part of the process. Yeah. yeah. yeah nice, dude. Yeah. I'm so thankful that you, you mentioned that because <laughs> yeah. um, I think the the first two weeks of me planting, I was just so impatient yeah. and I was so disheartened. Yeah. And right when I was just so excited to to just plant this and plant that and plant that, but the first thing I planted didn't even, you know, sprout. give a budge or something <laughs> or sprout. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of seeds, but, yeah. but it's okay. So, you know, I got over it. But thanks for yeah. mentioning that. Yeah. So, um, t- um, so a tip for beginners: always start with a, a mm-hmm. bean. So, like mungo, sitao, stuff like that, because that's the easiest to grow. Nice. And then also because always beans, start with a bean. Yeah, the easiest one is mungo. Just if you're if mm. you're a beginner, start with mungo because that's I mean, this one will give you the gratification that you that you need as a beginner. To, you know, yeah, yeah, because and that's what we planted back in grade three. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. In, in exactly. School, we did that. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's it's uh, that's the best way to practice. And then after Got a few it. weeks, you can read because, like, for us, the mungo, right? We harvest the pods, the bean, the mm-hmm. the mungo, the 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 but the but mushed something. It's like mushy green yeah. stuff, right? It comes yeah. in a. It's like small beans. And those beans come in a pod, and then when it's on the on the plant, right? So the pod comes uh-huh. out what four, five, six weeks, and you can already have the pod. You can already be eating mungo, and then I think, yep. and then isn't mungo also toge? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, the the sprouts is called toge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, you, you can produce toge in three days, and toge is good <laughs> and healthy. Yeah, so yeah. super lumpia toge, man. Yeah. Shout out to that. <laughs> and then and then also because beans, also known as legumes, that's their like that's their plant family, legumes. The the legumes they they nourish the soil. They because the uh, legumes have. Are not, they have nitrogen. They're called nitrogen fixers. So they fix the soil with nitrogen. Mm-hmm. And nitrogen is what helps seeds grow and produce greens for leaves. You know, all the green stuff, the foliage, it's helped by uh, nitrogen. So even the even yeah. e- even these synthetic chemicals, they're trying to produce nitrogen, nitrogen-based stuff. So they're nitrogen that helps the plants grow faster. And then, so it's kind of enhanced. Because nitrogen is what helps them nice. grow. So then, if you plant beans nice. first, always start with the bean first. Because beans, that's, yeah, that's right. beans. Copy that's, that. Because that's what uh, that's what will fertilize your soil initially, without you having to buy mm-hmm. something, with like mm-hmm. you know to spray something, because it naturally does that for itself. And then, so let's say bean first, then you harvest it. Boom, your soil is now fertile. And then you put in lettuce, something that needs a lot of nutrients. Lettuce, corn, stuff like that, and there's you know there's so many te- there's so many techniques to that like the corn and the beans they plant together. I, I sh- remind me to send you the link later to the companion plant. Of course. Beans. Yeah. So, oh, thanks, dude. Yeah. So always start with a bean, and then mungo would always be the eat. like literally a child can grow it literally. <laughs> start with that because number one, it grows well. It gives you the the confidence to be able to continue growing. And then second, it fertilizes the soil so that whatever you plant next, Copy you know, that. Yeah, it will be more or less successful or the nutrients that it needs will more or less be there for, for you know, whatever you're going to plant next. So there's a lot of, well, farming, there's a lot of things about farming. and But, you know, you don't really need to know everything because, you know, if you care for this thing, if you love this thing, you put your heart into growing these these vegetables, they're going to pay you back. Yeah, so yeah. what it's just like, it's literally what TLC. you eat is what you sow. So what you put in is what you take back later mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Easy. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah. I just... Yeah, true, you true. know, people just I mean, got to start. Basically, now is the perfect time that there are a lot of people just doing nothing at home, looking for a new hobby to pick up. And right now would be the perfect time to do so. I mean, it's not like we're busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like we have to go somewhere tomorrow, you know. Uh, <laughs> but you know, but shout out to everyone who does yeah, and yeah, the yeah. Accession, key workers out there, frontliners. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, then, respect. if you're not, if if you if you're at home, mm. if you've been at home doing nothing, looking for a new thing to do, gardening would be one of the easiest things and the best things to do for yourself and for the environment. So that would be good. So it's a win-win too. It's a win for you. It changes yeah. you from inside out, and it's a win for nature because you're supporting this life cycle, this this growing and improving and diagnosing problems, yeah. studying your microclimate, and you know just gaining knowledge uh, about the environment and how Mother Nature behaves. So like, you know, you're, you're gonna gain much respect for Mother Nature as you go. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, like composting, it's basically like 
turning your trash into treasure because you've discarded these kitchen scraps. You you you, you put it into a process where you can be able to use it eventually, and then it can fertilize your plants. And these plants will eventually mm-hmm. fertilize you. So it's a cycle, a sustainable cycle. Because number one, it's not. Yeah, number one, it's, it's not beautiful. that hard. Number two, it's just right there. Number three, you eat every day anyway. <laughs> so why not produce the? You know, why not produce your own food? Yep. <laughs> so, uh, but the but the number one thing, I, the number one thing is that I don't want people to think that it's hard or it's difficult or it's it, it, well, it is hard. But then, it's not impossible. It's very possible, and it's what a lot of people have been doing for a long time. And as human. Yeah, and, and, it's and as human beings, it, we owe it to ourselves to be able to know how to grow, because um, ah yes, that's the most basic yeah, life skill. Because like you know? when I started doing farming like six years ago, so I, I only started doing farming in mm. 2014, and then I've always had the fear mm. of like you know a, apocalypse type, you know like what if there's a war? What if there's you know with with everything going <laughs> yeah, on yeah, yeah. going on in Russia, in North Korea, in America. China, you know, a war, having a war isn't like out of the question, you know, this pandemic, you know, we know no one saw this coming. And then all these things that happening around it, it put, kind of put, scared me, you know, like, so then at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like, just like right now, there's a crisis going on. And what if the, we're just lucky that the food supply wasn't like cut and then that people were still able to buy food for themselves and provide themselves with, you know, something to eat. But then what if that didn't happen? What if, you know, what if the worst happened, you know, and then people are starving? Of course, you don't want so that what I so what I do when um, lockdown happened, I was kind of nervous, you know, because what if we're not able to eat? So I, that's why I started doing my vegetable garden because just to make sure that I have something Very to eat. Very wise. Yeah, just to yeah. make sure I have something to eat some sometime down the line or now, today. So, mm-hmm. People, everyone should keep that in mind. And now that people have free time, use this free time, maximize this free time, and don't waste the time that we have to rest our bodies, rest our minds, rest our souls and spirits, and recalibrate what we want, what our needs are. Because um, that's also like one of the ways. Because um, basically, um, when people want ask me like how help or ask me for help to design their farms and so I go there and then it's not me designing their farm. I ask them what do you want? What do you need? What are the things that you're willing and not willing to do? So they'll be like, oh so yeah. So one of the so one of the first questions will be what do you want this farm to do? Do you want it to be vegetables? Do you want it to have trees? Do you want it to do you want to have event uh, do you want to have enough vegetables to sell eventually? Okay, so this is what you want. This is, and then so according to what you want or your intentions, that's where we're gonna base everything. So like for example, I went to this one farm. They want to have a rest house. They have this lot, and they want to have a rest house that has a garden because uh, the wife of the of the person who contacted me had the she was sick before, and she, I think the wife was quite. She was like in you know not. She was like in a bad state, basically, mm-hmm. when she got sick. And then one of the remedies was to eat organic vegetables, mm-hmm. eat organic food, stop eating processed food, and she eventually yeah. got be- and she yeah, eventually yeah. got better. But then when you got when you get better, you don't go nice. you don't go back to the things that made you sick, right? So you, they had to keep it up. So the family they wanted to build a rest house. Stick with the and solutions. The family wanted to build a rest house that had 
uh, organic garden around them. So they, number one, they didn't have to go all the way to the palenque to buy something. Number two, they didn't have to spend to, they didn't have to spend a Correct. crazy amount of money to buy organic products. Um, and then you know, make, and then they wanted to maximize their the the property, the land property that they had. So and then I asked them, what did you want? This is what they told me. Okay, let's design it this way, based on based on how nice. the landscape was, based on how the area looked like. So and that's basically what perm what permaculture is. It's like taking the thing, identifying the things that you want, identifying the things that you have, and identifying the things that you need mm. to make to bring those two together, right? So what you want and what you need. I mean, what you want and what you have. And then identifying what you need to put those things together, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, really? And, and, and it's not even a complicated thing. It's super basic. And then it's just like, all of, we've forgotten, we've, you know, since we're thinking about so many complicated things, we've forgotten about the simple thing. And super. Yeah, so, and that's actually what we need yeah. more. Yeah, exactly. So, now is the time to do those things, and now is the time to, you know, to identify what you want and what you need, and how are you going to attain these things in a way that doesn't hurt other people or doesn't hurt the environment. Mm-hmm. So only you know the you only you know what you want, and only you know things that will make you happy, hopefully. And that's the first step. Next step, okay, okay, okay. So. As a per- as a designer, as a permaculture designer practitioner, you know, I can't really tell you what to do. I can't really tell you how to live your life. Only you know. Only you know how to do that. I can only guide you. Just like Marie Kondo, if you've watched the show Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, she doesn't clean up necessarily everything for them. She just shows them how to organize things, how to put things mm-hmm. in place, and where it's easy access for you. Um, convenient for you. It doesn't waste your energy. And at the end of the day, it sparks joy, right? So, for me, yeah. So that's the yeah, most. It's fulfilling. Yeah, because like, the heart wants what it wants, and that's what's really gonna lead you. And then, and most people have con- inner conflicts between their head and their heart because their heart is telling them one thing, but their mind is telling them to do the other thing. That's where conflict happens, inner conflict, and you know you can't, you know, you can't escape your destiny, <laughs> more or less. Correct. Nice. Actually, you know, um, right now, while you were talking about the about permaculture and how basic it is, actually, how how it's such a life skill, I am. We really, I I need to tell everybody here that we actually need to really push for environmental education as compulsory to all the schools, public, yeah. private, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Kids need to know this. Kids yeah. need to plan. If, if actually, if, you know, if your child plants tomatoes, your child will eat tomatoes mm. because <laughs> your, your child, you're, basically you're not, um, <laughs> you're not forcing your child to, to eat greens, you know, fruits and vegetables, yeah. because by the fact that they actually plant them will drive them. Yeah. Like it, it's a, they're genuinely going to want it because they planted yeah. it. And yeah. it's something that you have to discover for yourself yeah. once you've planted your own and that harvesting yeah. fulfillment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Super, <laughs> super, and, super. And kids learning this super yeah. basic, yet yeah. super essential and important yeah. skill. 
and then they become masters at the age of I don't know their yeah. puberty. They can actually yeah. master it, but before they even become an adult, and maybe yeah. they'll be the ones who won't need as much money to sustain themselves because they can actually have food on their plates in about two minutes, yeah. just going out of their, yeah. you know, going out or going to where they planted their their crops and just harvesting yeah. and then okay this is this is my meal you know that yeah. this is my breakfast yeah. so that's so, so amazing yeah so before i moved here last year i was teaching in a school in santa rosa for two and a half years uh yeah oh, we yeah. were teaching yeah we were teaching gardening to children uh, grades three to grade 12 so kids and teenagers and pre and you know young adults basically so 18 so eight year olds to 18 year olds and then all of them had the all of them, you'll be surprised that it's the children, the younger ones that are able to produce a lot more. And they're, you know, they're more excited to do it. But then, and then the nice part is when the teenagers, like 14, 15, 16 year olds, they're like, they understand like, okay, what, what's the purpose of this? It's not just about the vegetables. It's like the discipline it needs to grow this vegetable, the hard yeah. work that needs to be put in, the diligence that you need to water every day, remove the weeds every day, make sure there's no bugs every yeah. day. And, you know, the the patience for you to put in all this, in give all this input. And then until the day that you can finally, you know, pick the fruit and eat it. So yep. it's, a, it's, a, it's a learning cycle. It's a process. And, you know, even if you've been planting every day for 100 years, there's still something new to learn the next on day 101, you know? So, gardening is a good ha- hobby to have. I mean, you have to in your life you have to plant at least once to be able to produce your favorite vegetable at least once, and that that will. And then, yeah. so for the eighteen-year-olds we used to teach, we would do the farming, and then they would always say, "Oh yeah, teacher, I remember when we were in grade three, we used to do this, blah 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 blah," because that that lesson stayed here. You know, it stayed here until they grew up. They practically kind of probably forgot about it but in their mind the seed was already there and when the time came for them yeah 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 and when the, and now that the time is coming for them that they're going to be the next you know they're the next in line to take over mm-hmm. to lead the world to lead you know to lead the people they have this at the back of their mind the sustainable growing growing your own vegetables why it is important and why should we do this and yeah i think that's like one way that we can grow you know, sustainable people. If that's if that's uh, I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but then planting, planting the you know, seed onto people. Yeah, yeah. Instead, because like you wouldn't plant a bad seed. We don't want we don't want people. We want people filling up classrooms, not jail cells. We want people. You know, we don't want people in hospitals. We want people happy and running around in the streets and being sharing laughs together. We don't want people dying and getting sick. You know, so. It's just about growing sustainable people or like good-hearted people, informed people, um, progressive people who don't produce too much waste, people who like to cycle and stuff. So because all those things, even if, you know, if we save one peso a day, after 100 days, we have 100 pesos. What makes you think? Um, and if we spend one peso a day, after 100 days, we we lost 100 pesos. And that's the same thing. Like, if every day one person puts a piece of trash on the street, after 10 days, there's going to be, like, millions of trash on the street. 
And for you, it was only one piece, you know, but then if it comes together, it's a hundred million pieces. And that's what's, that's what fills up the plastic ocean. This is what kills the fish. You know, people forgot about that already, but last year, this is what we were talking about. So how easy people forget, but then, hey, coronavirus is only right now, but what is in the bigger picture? What, what's going on? You know, it's all, it's all like, uh, they're all connected. So are we, and you know, our actions, we, we may, we, our actions, we might not know, but it affects other people, you know? So we just have to be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. Really? So go out there, plant the seed. If it doesn't grow, it's okay. (laughs) I mean, it's part of the game. You live in some, you lose some, you know, even Jordan had bad games, you know? (laughs) <laughs> of course, <laughs> and, and you you can. It's super easy to find help. Like there are a lot of yeah. organizations already that serve this purpose. Yeah, and then you have a lot of you friends. Can, you know, you can ask. There's ask YouTube people around you. You know, there's YouTube. There's, there's, there's YouTube. Wikipedia. There's all these things that are. You're, you're literally one yeah. search away from knowing yeah. how to compost, yeah. knowing how to exactly. plant this and that. It's just like it doesn't matter your space. You're one meme away <laughs> from getting. You know, from growing your own vegetables. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Lang. One meme. Lang. So, um, so I just want to talk about our the organization I have at back in Laguna in Las Vegas. Oh yes, uh, Go ahead. So we're called the New Wave Farmers. We're we we're a group of young people, um, advocating and practicing farming in our own different ways. Other people have vegetables. Other people have chickens or mushrooms. So it's. Because all these things are tied together anyway. So we come together uh, with the purpose of, you know, um, advocating sustainable practices when it comes to agriculture. And, you know, you can do it on any scale in your house, if you have a huge land. Um, even, if you, even if you're just doing it at home, don't, don't think that you're not contributing to the larger scale. You know, all, all these things count. And then, so we've been an organization since 2014. Uh, and yeah, so uh, the thing is, one of the things that we realized when we got together was that organic agriculture has been, it's been there. It's, it's what the world began with before the, before the rise of the chemical farming, right? So, mm-hmm. but then the rise of chemical farming became about because people didn't believe in organic farming and a lot of people today still also don't still don't believe in organic farming why uh, so but now, mm, you know because they grow it and then they don't and then of course if you grow an organic plant versus a plant that you put the chemical spray the chemi- uh, the chemical the the plant with the chemicals they'll grow faster they'll have better yield they'll produce a bet they'll produce bigger vegetables you know that look perfect yeah, yeah. so and visually visually this looks better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Visually, this looks better. So this, in your mind, this looks like the better choice. This looks like the better option. And, you know, seeing is believing, basically. Seeing is believing. But then, at the end of the day, the quality of the vegetables. So this is also, if um. so there's permaculture. That's So farming is like super, super, it's a super big thing. You know, there's so many things fall under agriculture. And one of those things is biodynamic farming. And that's also fun because this is based on like cosmic 
farming. It's called cosmic farming. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, research about yeah, that. Um, you could visit a farm in Santa Rosa, uh, Holy Carabao. Mm-hmm. So you, maybe you should. Holy Carabao. Yeah, maybe you should write that down. Yeah. Sige, sige, sige. So it's really interesting, like because the because like we have the sun, right? The sun gives energy to the plants, right? But what makes you think that the moon doesn't do so as doesn't do the same? So there's also the lunar. So there's also the lunar energy, and how and then lunar. yeah. So they talk. Damn. So they and then I don't know if you. So right, every month there's the constellations, right? Like Gemini, Capricorn, all these mm-hmm. things, and then because that represents the position of the Earth around the sun and the moon, right? Yeah, yeah. And and then in one in the, in, in every in a, in every month there's like a full moon, there's a no moon, there's a half moon. And those yeah, things yeah, yeah. also those things also have effect on our plants, and that's where mm. and that's what um, biodynamic farming ventures deep into. Which it, and then I remember one presentation that I attended. Yeah, uh, it was it was it's about it's uh, this presentation was about biodynamic far, biodynamic farming, and then mm. they got two vegetables. I think it was eggplant. One was from conventional farming, which is the chemical farming, and mm. one was organic farming. They put it under an mm-hmm. X-ray, an X-ray machine, and they looked at it. The one that was chemical farmed was it was like you know a light bulb without that it's not bright. Mm-hmm. Medyo pundi na yung light bulb, right? Parang ganon yung itsura. Okay. Well, the other one, uh... the organic one, was really bright. Parang when you when they look at the X-ray, it was kind of overexposed because Ooh. the one without the one with the chemical farm is just big and aesthetically nice and looks yeah looks good but then inside walang lang, oh, wala yung nutritional yeah. value there's no, really no there's no life energy that feeds you that's why people are hungry even if they're obese and if you're full oh, yeah. yeah yeah you're so full but deep down you're not you're still hungry there's like you're, you're still the nutrients your body is exactly. still hungry for yeah. the nutrients you are full exactly. but you're still hungry exactly 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 because what you ate was, you know, parang eating toron na konti, na walang, na walang laman. Just the wrapper. Oh, oh man, yeah. Diba? Super bad. Diba? Diba? So it's the same thing. Unlike, but then the one with the, the organic one was like super bright. As in the picture was kind of overexposed. Because it was, you know, full of energy, full of nutrients for you to put in your body. And when your body is nutrient, and when, when your body is nutritioned, or, or is, has, has been, has nutrition in you, um, you have the energy to do things, to go out there, to be happy, to do the things you want, to be who you are, to affect change, to do more things, to you know, to say I love you to the ones who you care about, and to say I miss you to the people you haven't seen you before. Start with good you know? food, <laughs> you know, like yeah. real, real good food, not just yeah, bec- nice looking food, just yeah. real good food, nutritious food, nutritious quality food. Yeah. Quality. So yes, you going said it. going back going back to the you know, it's it's probably cliche, but then you are what you, you know. If you eat so much pig, if you eat if you eat too much pork, you're gonna get porky. <laughs> if you eat if you eat a lot of beef, you're gonna get beefed up. You know, it's the same thing. If you put if you put yeah, if you put how do I say this? If you put if you put if you put things in your body that has no nutrition, what do you think is gonna come out of you? How are you gonna have how is, it, how is it going to feed your brain? If you're hungry, you can't think. And if you can't think, how are you going to think of 
progressive things? How are you going to innovate? How are you going to, you know, go about every day? And then when you're hungry, that's when you're grumpy and stuff. And that's the kind. And if you're always hungry, you're creating these negative thoughts in your head. And then, and those things, you know, it's holistic. Yeah, they, yeah exactly. They, they it resonates exactly. So like, holy carabao, holy carabao. They practice dynamic farming and their full name is holy carabao holistic farm so it's really interesting it's really interesting. It. you guys should visit um they have an instagram and stuff it's cool it's cool yeah, yeah. thanks man i'll put it in the description so, like, below when I post so if podcast. people are wondering if maybe no one else is doing it you wouldn't know that maybe your next door neighbor's growing some vegetables you don't know so don't think you're alone out there don't think it's impossible don't think that you can't do it because you can and you know help is just there the information's out there just you know mm-hmm. a few clicks away one google search away from knowing yeah, from yeah. not knowing and knowing so the gap of the unknown is not between the known and the unknown isn't far away anymore so we should utilize that maximize that going back maximizing the energy that's an energy these uh, resources Use these, maximize these. Don't, you know, instead of watching the Kardashians on TV, maybe you should watch Ron Finley. You know, <laughs> instead of feeding yourself with stupid things. Yeah, super, super stuff, yeah. real stuff, man. No, about <laughs> don't watch Provinciano. Go watch the guy. <laughs> watch the farmer instead. <laughs> stuff like you know, I mean, going back to yeah, you know, talk, we, like like we mentioned earlier, making smarter choices, smarter choices on. How we inform ourselves, how we entertain ourselves, how we make use of our especially time. now. Yeah, it's yeah. so, so crucial like, now. Yeah, and all those things fall on are like forms of permaculture also as well because you're creating a self, you know, yourself, you're creating a a way of thinking that is sustainable, and then you know you're generating positive thoughts, you're generating positive vibes. You're create you're creating positivity, which in a world of full of negativity, yes. we need those things, you know. And then also, you know, these plants they can feel how you feel. They feel what you feel. What you feel. If you think, oh yeah, you're gonna grow properly, you're gonna grow into a beautiful sunflower soon enough. That's what they're gonna do. If you say, oh, this is nothing. It's ugly. What do you think is gonna happen? It really won't. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it depends. So you gotta manifest uh, that. Yeah, so permaculture encompasses more than just farming. It's about who we are, what we do, and yeah. the things around us, the things that we affect, and the things that affect us as well. That's super nice to know, bro. Thank you so much for mentioning all of those. Damn, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> Even so, though I've researched permaculture before as well, now that I'm listening to you, it's like I'm, I'm getting more life yeah. skills than what I actually need to know about permaculture. And so, it's amazing. Yeah, How so that just like, yeah, that's that's just like what I'm saying. You don't think that it's complicated because it. Well, you know, if you want to look at the technical terms, yes, it's complicated. But then when it comes down to it, it's just a seed, man. It's just some dirt. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just some leaves. It's not like yo, if humans can produce iPhones and like SpaceX, man, who you can do anything you want. I don't. It, when people say they can't, I don't know. Why? <laughs> You can. I mean, never feel like you can't. You know, you can. Maybe you you just gotta rekindle that hope in you. You yeah. know, and rekindle that motivation to actually just just do it. Yeah. 
So I hope that and people out there will you know, witness the improvements. Yeah. In so I hope the people out there. Uh, I mean, yeah. Sorry, but I, so I just hope the people out there they realize that they can do it, and then if they have any questions, yeah. they can ask me, they can ask you, they can like message Ron mm-hmm. Finley. They, there's so much things out there. There's so much resource out there right now that it would be silly if we were saying no, if we we're saying you can't. <laughs> so you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Maybe. Thank you. Thank you so much, yeah. Paolo. Grave. Mm-hmm. I learned so much. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys learned so much as well. Damn. Is there anything more you want to say to the people out there? Any suggestions? Any mm-hmm. um, place or your last words for, for tonight? Well, you know, um, so right now we're going through a lot of uncertainties. And this is the time that we need to take control of our own lives, not depend everything on the government or depend everything on this or that or other things because you know institutions fall and the system is falling and all these things are crumbling right down even these huge mega companies you know they're falling to their knees and us we're just you know we're just an average guy we're just normal people we're not you know some of the some of some people watching you know just regular people we're just an average joe but and then this is the time that we can uh, take control of our take control of the things yeah. we can't take control of and the things and you know use those things and learn from the mistakes that you know, that have happened learn from them and don't do them again moving forward you know and try to you know try, try to create something try to get something positive out of the, a negative situation try to look for the positive and from that, that that will be the spark of hope that when in thinking that this will come to an end someday, the pandemic, things will go back to a new normal, a better normal, hopefully. And let's not take these things for granted, you know? These yes. trees, the plants, the air, clean air, you know, these things, we, clean water, clean air, everything. So yes, clean hopefully water. after this, when people watch, they start making better choices. They start um, producing less waste and um, yeah, becoming better people. Looking for seeking at peace, seeking at happiness instead of you know, try instead of like getting feeling down about the situation because that's how most people feel. They're feeling scared and they're feeling sad and down and depressed. But then those things have to end, you know. It's always darkest before the day, and hopefully this dawn is coming soon. And we we need to be a part of that, especially the people out there that you know. Me, I don't have a lot of followers. I don't. Yeah. That's not my thing. But people out there, they have you know the the, the influencers. People out there have millions of followers. Instead of talking about stuff that are probably more or less pointless. Why don't we go back to the basics, the important things, you know, eating nutritious food every day. So hopefully the people out there, they use their power, um, they use their influence to spark something good and, you know, advocate these things because these things matter. So yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Paolo Sandoval um, in the house, you sure. guys. Yeah. 
So like, thank you so much again for doing this, man. Anything I you want to promote? Peace. I want to promote sustainable farming. I want to. I want to promote having a better world to live in. <laughs> and you know, seeing everyone out there, Just meeting you, yeah. Paul. It's nice to meet you. Uh, virtual, virtual. <laughs> yeah, Stop officially. Stop being eyeballs. But for now, hang <laughs> Yeah. Again. Peace, so, peace like, um, Dude, thank you, man. Anyone asks, I can send some resource. I can send some yes, like please. links that I know. If people are asking about farm, yes, please. If you want to visit, yes. I probably might know some. If you guys want to visit my farm in the in Laguna, that too, you can see how my pigs are. You can see how, you know, how we grow stuff and how, and the you know the. The ecosystem that we've created there. You know, I miss my place. I miss trees and yeah. stuff. And I'll put all the links in the description below. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. It's going to be easy for them to do. To, you know. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Nice. Thank you so much, yeah. Paolo. Yeah. Grabe. It's, yeah. it's such an Thank honor you. to meet you and learn yeah. from you. It's, this is an awesome experience, dude. This is yeah. a good night Thanks. for me Thanks. and so, a good afternoon hope, for you. <laughs> yep. Thank you for yep. doing this, yep. even while you're at um, the UK. Damn, dude. Yeah, I hope, I hope this video is a lot of change that will imp- it will improve the world. It will, of course. Go out there and form a band. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Thank you. Thank you again, Paolo. Thank you so much. I'm gonna, let me just close this to you guys. If you find some value in this podcast, in what we do, the links, I will post all of them all of the resources you need, all the petitions you need to sign to have a hashtag better normal after this uh, COVID situation, it's all down at the description below. And it really would be uh, a lot of help for us too because that would mean you supporting our work. And uh, for me personally, I really want to do this podcast uh, full-time. So if you would, please do... um, Visit my Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash keep tomorrow existing. My lowest tier is just a cup of 7-Eleven coffee a week. That's just the cost of my lowest tier. And that would go a long way. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to you know, provide me the things that I need to do this full time to invite more people who have beautiful work that has a lot of significance in our own environment to take care of the air we breathe, the clean water we drink, you know, all of that, the food. That's all basic, and the basic things are what's the most important, and that is the work we do. That is what we serve, the things that are that what we really need and not just the things that we want. So please do, if you find some value in this podcast, all the links are there to support us, me, not just me, but Paolo himself and all the other people who you can connect that have the same, you know, uh, um, who are like-minded, the organizations that, that do similar work. We all need your support. And so please, um, it would mean a lot if you would support our work and share this to the people. We all need to learn about this. And, you know, uh, what it would be super nice to feel that when, when all of this is over, you already have a flourishing garden in wherever you are, in the place you live in. And you, you would be saving up some money, you know, uh, <laughs> harvesting yeah. your own fruits 
just at your home. That's super fulfilling. And we encourage everybody to do that. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. This is Homecasts. My name is Reef, And as always, let's keep tomorrow existing. Thanks again, Paolo. Paolo Sandoval in the house. See you. Thank you. <laughs>